Welcome, ladies and gents, to another episode of Two Blacks and One Asian. I'm Al, this is Marcus, and this is Richard Hurt. What up? What's going on, fellas? Okay. Let's go, dog, guys. Chilling. How y'all doing? like a villain, bro. Well, I just want to remind our listeners, subscribers, to check out that track by Nish. It's called Trap Sex. You can find his music on SoundCloud, YouTube. Right on. Also, check out my nephew, Nathaniel, at Levity Creations. If you guys ever need some artwork mm. done, feel free to hit him up. Yes, sir. Yes, fellas. So how's it going, Richard? I appreciate you joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Mm. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Always, always, always. So I guess for starters, I guess we'll ask, you know, where you're from, what you like to do. Um, how old are you? Cause you look kind of young. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, my name is, my name is Richard. <laughs> um, I'm from Queens, New York. If you're talking about ethnicity, um, I'm from Taiwan. Um, uh, parents immigrated here when I was like two. So wasn't born here, but I've, you know, been here pretty much my whole life. Um, <laughs> what I like to do, I like to fuck. No, um, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 you know, I like to, I like to work out. I'm a, I'm a big fitness um, enthusiast. Uh, I like to draw. You know, I, I, I don't talk about it much, but um, yeah, I'm just like a very active person. So I'm into. Okay. That's why I'm into like combat sports, mixed martial arts. You know, big fan of the UFC, which is what I understand we're going to be discussing mm-hmm. today. So uh, really excited about that. Oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to get into that. Definitely going to get into that. Yes, sir. So what part yes. of Queens you stay at? Uh, Flushing, which is basically Chinatown. I grew up yeah. there. Okay. I grew up there before it became Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I miss New York, man. No. I miss it, oh. man. It's been so long since I've been home, man. It's, I miss You're it from so here much. originally? Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Born in Queens. Oh, there you Flushing, go. actually. Uh, yeah, the nice. hospital. That's, that's yeah. like it's like ten minute drive, it, man. A ten, ten minute drive, oh, wow. a ten minute okay. walk, five minute drive. Yeah, it's really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Okay. So how far are you away from Farrington Street, Richard? Farrington. Um, walking with with the with all the Asians and the traffic here, probably like twenty minutes. But like, if there's no people on the street, just <laughs> a straight straight line down, I'll probably get there in like fifteen minutes. It's really close. That's pretty much the area I grew up in as a kid. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Now, I wanted to say something with y'all real quick. Since there's three of us, figured we figured I'd ask. Like to call this segment Inquiring Minds Want to Know. So, both of you are dating. Are you married or are you dating, Rich? You know this. I've been married. I've been married since October. (laughs) uh, 2020 got married in COVID. Amen to that. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when you guys were in the dating game, because I heard this, this topic mm-hmm. kind of going around. So, Chick gives you her number, her address. You guys are chatting it up. Now, you guys are about, you guys are arranged for the first date. You're going to go pick her up. When you arrive to her address, are you guys the kind to text and say, I'm here? slash I'm outside, or do you walk up to the door to go pick her up and then walk into the car and go on with the date? I don't know, Marcus. I'll let you get a crack at it, Rich. Um, I mean, I think in today's, today's day and age, I think what I would typically do, I would, I would just text because if I ring the doorbell, I'm thinking like, all right, I don't know if this chick lives with her mom or dad or if there's other people in the house. So I feel like texting would just be easier. And if they don't respond, I'll probably just call them. But I'll, I'll always like divert to like my my phone first before I ring the doorbell. I probably use the doorbell as like a last resort if she doesn't respond to me. Um, and what was your other question? Like, would I walk her to the car? No, I mean, pretty much whether or not would you text or just walk up to the door to get Yeah, I, I think I would just text. I mean, like, that's how me and all my friends, you know, when we arrive at each other's places, that's how we, you know, like, hey, I'm here, I'm outside or whatever, you know, and I don't think, you know, a girl you're dating is any different. At least that's, that's how I... Would you, 
So what you would mm. do with your friends is the same as you would do with a chick you're picking up on a first date or? Yeah, I, only because, again, like, I'm not sure. I mean, if I, if I knew she lived alone, and yeah, I'd probably ring the doorbell. But I'm, I'm like, I, I tend to think a lot. So I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, what if uh, her mom's over, you know, or somebody's over at the time and I ring the doorbell, like some, some stranger, yeah. like, like, answers the door, like, you know, it's that awkward situation. Like, oh, I'm, I'm here to pick up kim you know or you know, whatever so i don't know I, i'd probably still just text hmm. marcus sure i mean i my initial thought when like i hear it i would think because it's first date i would want to make that impression so i would i would go to the door but i mean i guess it really just depends because like I think a first date, I would definitely like go to the door and try to like present it that way. But if it's like someone I'm dating, like then I would just text them. Hey, yeah, I'm yeah, here. D- dating of, like, is totally you know? different. I'm- yeah, but like a first date, I mean, and, and I guess it comes with the context of like if it was something that like if it's someone I'm really interested in and like I'm excited about the opportunity, I probably would just like take that extra step. But if it's just like a hangout or, you know, nothing that's not going to lead anywhere, then I guess, I don't know. I, I, I guess I could see it from both angles. But like my initial thought would be to go and, you know, get her or I essentially like knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and like go get her. But I don't know. I could see it from both ways. Me personally, I'd go up to the door and get her. Like that confrontation, okay. you don't want to. I want to meet mom. I want to meet dad. If they're there, get that shit out the way. Yeah. I consider it. Yeah. I think of it as, I think of it like a, a job interview almost, you know, and I'm good at job interviews. Yeah. You know, if they have questions, cause I, if in fact her mom or her dad happens to be there or today's day and age with expensive as things are, you know, people do live with their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I want. Her parents to be at ease and comfortable with their daughter going out with me. That's true. If, in fact, she went out of mm-hmm. her way to give me her address to come pick her up, I'm going to walk up to the door, yeah. go get her. Whoever answers the door, whether it's her brother, her father, her mother, introduce myself. I'm here to do this, blah, blah, blah. And if they invite me in and they have questions, they want to interview me for a few minutes, by all means. Mm-hmm. Because I know, even though I don't have a daughter yet, I have nieces, godchildren, whatever. If their boyfriends were to come around, I know for a fact I'm going to be asking questions. I don't give a fuck who's uncomfortable, who doesn't like it. Because if you're coming off that shady, off rip, and granted, most of the guys you're going to ask questions to, they're going to lie to you off rip. But I'm going to read your body language because, again, I want to be sure that my daughter, niece, whoever, sister, whatever, is going to be okay with the dude she's going out with. Plus, I want to see his face. That way, if anything does happen, I know who I need to fuck up. Yeah. Plain and simple. That makes sense. True. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, in the context, the context of it matters to me. Because, like I said, if it's somebody, like, I'm really interested in and seeing where it goes, then, yeah, I'd want to make that impression. But again, if it's like, I, I don't want to talk out of pocket, but if it's just like a hangout or if it's just one of those. You just trying to fuck. We, we know what the, yeah, like we know what we're doing here. There's nothing coming of this then Yeah. Yeah. But, with, with a chick, yeah. you're just going to smash. You kind of get that vibe to begin with. So. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it depends on the energy that, like, that's what I, like the context of it. But I guess. Like being raised that way, that's kind of how I see it to do it. It's like, if I'm going, like, I remember taking girls on first dates when I was in high school and I'd like do that. You know, I mean, obviously it was before technology is where it is now, but I don't know. I, I like to think that I would do that or I, I, like I said, I see it from both sides, but I'm, I'm trying to think as far as like, that's really the context. as far as like dates are concerned. As a teenager and to a young man, I mean, I was dealing with like married women. 
So I wasn't really taking folks out on dates. <laughs> Wait, you were you were dating like married women when you were a teenager? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you were like a teenager, Cold as teenager, ice, bro. teenager into adulthood. Now granted, you know, I never made those advances. I don't got that kind of game. But either way, you know, they would take me places, but I never took anyone out. Now my wife on the other end. Even with the even with the hoe I was with for twelve years, I don't even really think we went out on an actual date because we lived across the street from one another, so there was like no dating. But I think the first date I probably actually went on was with my wife. At forty, there wasn't no courting. Yeah, yeah, there was no courting. Wait, they didn't have the court each other. No, yeah, no, okay. But with my wife, there was no, a courting, seems like... dating, and then boom, we got married. Now I'm it trying seems to get like an pregnant. old school mindset at this point. Um, seems antiquated almost. Courting. I don't know. So moving on. I still believe in it, though. It's coming up on a year since the uh, famous Will Smith slap. Now, uh, you know, folks have their opinion on how they feel about Will. The joke might have been insensitive on Chris's behalf, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? But Chris is getting ready to drop a special on Netflix. I don't know if you guys yeah, heard of it. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. This shit is going to be live. Mm -hmm. This is not a streaming thing. This is something that they're doing live. Now, I was listening to a comedian being interviewed this morning. He was like, if this shit hits big, Netflix is going to start charging people pay-per-view for shit like this. Because this is a whole ordeal. This is not just Chris Rock going up on stage, you know, talking about the world. I think, uh, I forget who they said was going to be up opening for him. But there are a couple of big names that are going to be opening up for him. Mm-hmm. So they, this is on Netflix? This is Netflix. Now, Netflix has tried to do the live thing so before with a show, but it didn't work out too well. But with specials like this, because, you know, like with fighting events. So this is like a... Yeah, this is like an event. Yeah, yeah. This, like this if he's is, gonna have like an opening act. Okay, yeah, this is an event. So that saw like the little the trailer thing. I'm mean, not like the trailer, but you know when you like leave Netflix on idle, and like it just shows you different stuff. Like I saw it, and I know it comes out like the twelfth, mm -hmm. I think, or the eleventh. I know it's soon, but okay. I didn't. I didn't know. Like I saw it live, but I didn't know like yeah, like the details. That's cool though. But I'm wondering, do you think they're going to start charging folks for these? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's going to sit well with people, especially like there was this whole that whole thing with Netflix about like there was a rumor about like you can't share passwords anymore, and then they, people found out that apps. The Netflix actually said that that wasn't true, and then Netflix had oh. they were they were losing subscribers um, for like a period of time. So when you start charging. Oof people for like things like that i i mean netflix already like has gone up in price like steadily over the past couple of years and with all the other available yeah. platforms like amazon prime you know you got like disney plus now you got hulu you got hbo yeah, max you got paramount you got, there's too there's too many choices mm -hmm. right paramount um, yeah. peacock so yeah. i don't think that's gonna fly i mean if you want to pay for uh -huh. like, espn plus are you like you could pay like pay for like, your pay per view events. Like for example, this this fucking fight tomorrow, it's seventy nine ninety nine. Like last year when I was paying price, it was it was like sixty dollars or like sixty nine seventy nine. Went up like fifteen or twenty dollars. I don't know. It's, it's it's a chunk of change. It's eighty bucks. So I used I used to buy these fights all the time uh -huh. at home, but now it's like you know I'm not doing it. Like I'm just gonna go out and wa watch at a bar or something. Yeah, for real. That that's because. Here's that thing. Now, before before we do move on to the MMA thing, I do want to I do want to ask you guys: How did you guys feel about the Chris Rock slap? I'll let you go first, Marcus. Okay. Will Smith was wrong. Clearly, the I'll start it this way: the joke was very tame, and even if it was a vicious joke, there's no justification for Will Smith going on stage and assaulting someone because of a joke. With that being said, I don't think Will Smith needs to be banned from the world and he's the worst thing ever to happen. I feel like he should have been escorted out of the building. I don't, 
I think the only problem with it is like him accepting that Oscar after doing yeah. that was weird. Because I'm like, he, somebody should have accepted it yeah. in his behalf. He definitely deserves it. He'll do movies in the future. He'll deserve more. The slap was ridiculous. The joke was very tame. I mean, but it was, it's a moment in pop culture history. And this is Chris Rock, act. who's famous for taking jabs. I thought it was fake. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I'm sorry to catch you off, bro. I thought it was fake. When I watched it, I thought it was like, these guys are like, are they in a movie together coming up? Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was like a skit. Because there's no way Will Smith just went on stage and slapped Chris Rock. Like, there's no way that really happened. But looking at it, man, like, like I said, I don't think it was worthy of that. But again, he shouldn't be banned from, like, yeah. you know, movies, yeah. society. I agree. What about you, Rich? And, I, I, I yeah. pretty much mirror uh, Marcus's opinion. I, first of all, I fucking hate cancel culture. You know, that shit is fucking stupid with all the all the shit. Like, you can't even speak your mind anymore. Like, I feel like everybody deserves to have a platform. I feel like open debate is if you don't, you know, you don't have to agree with somebody, but that's the whole point of having a debate. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think canceling is good for anybody, you know? Um, but, um, nope. yeah, I mean, regarding Will, the Will Smith thing, like, I, I think what he did was frankly kind of stupid you know to do it like on on live tv like that and like for me i felt like he he did it because he knew like will smith is obviously a bigger man in stature than chris rock and he knew he could get away from it uh get away with it and he so it, mm. it, it was assault plain plain and simple you know like should he get canceled no but yeah. like, i i believe like there should be harsher repercussions um, I mean, they did ban him for the from the Oscars or something for like X amount of time, but he sh he shouldn't have. Yeah, which means nothing. yeah, he should he shouldn't have he shouldn't have accepted the award. They should have, like Marcus said, he should have should have gotten escorted out. You know, um, but yeah, like like Marcus said, it, it, it is mm -hmm. it's a moment in history that will like never forget. You know, that there's been crazier shit that's happened, um, but never have we seen like another actor like assault another actor. I'm fucking live TV. I didn't have to. First of all, like, no, who the fuck watches the Oscars? I don't fucking watch the Oscars. That that shit, that shit fucking puts me to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I I saw that shit on the TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like it was like it was coming in like live, you know. Um. Oh, but yeah. Me, I caught it. I caught the Oscars right when Will Smith was giving his speech. I didn't even see the slap. Well, I saw it until mm. the following day. Can I can I add one thing, guys? I feel like the way Chris Rock handled it, though, was, like, extremely yeah. dope. Oh, it was phenomenal. If, because, like, I feel like if he'd have walked on stage and slapped me, then, like, we'd have been on stage tussling. And I just feel like that's just a bad look for everybody involved. And not to, like, make it a race thing, but to have two of the biggest black, like, celebrities out there on stage fighting at the Oscars, like... Yeah. That's a bad look. So I I, I can appreciate yeah. the way Chris handled it. Oh yeah, it. I, I, and again, he's not like, like I don't know, like you said, Rich, like Will knew he could yeah. do that to him. Like he yeah, wouldn't he have would, done that to other people. He wouldn't. Like, done he knew he could do imagine, it to him. And yeah, that's imagine like, like that's, it was the fucking Rock who said that shit. You gonna go up there and slap the Rock? You know, like no, like he he knew he could mm -hmm. fucking he knew Chris Rock wasn't gonna do anything back. You know, and like which which leads back mm -hmm. to the whole fucking thing. Exactly. Like that's why people fucking hate Jada. You know, and like that whole shit, like that they like, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Jada, Jada's a filthy hoe. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. Okay, Jada's a filthy <laughs> hoe. All right. If she gets to hear this, I hope you're hearing this, you bald headed bitch. You're a filthy hoe. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that doesn't get edited. Yeah. I thought G.I. Jane was a compliment, man. G.I. Jane was yeah, bad. She's a bad broad. Yeah, it's thought. fucking Demi Moore. Oh, hey, I, I, yeah. I, mean, I love Demi Moore. Let me apologize. Yeah, she's awesome. I, she's she's great. great. Let me apologize. I used the word bitch. I meant to say unstable creature. She's an unstable creature. Jada's definitely the culprit yeah. behind all that. Yeah. Because Will laughed. And then he looked at her and she was mad. And mm -hmm. then he slapped her. But like, I hear on, from, because uh, Marlon was doing an interview, Marlon Wayans. And uh, mm. he was also friends with both of them. And yes, Chris Rock has taken jabs at Marlon. When asked about it, Marlon was like, it's a joke. We're friends. You know, Chris Rock was friends with Will, or at exactly. least cool with Will, cool with Will's brother. 
So you mean to tell me you're going to let some broad who openly cheated on you and had the nerve to call it an entanglement? I mean, that's just disgusting. I mean, straight up. You got a point, bro. Why ain't you slap August Alcina? You know, I mean, you slapping Chris Rock. And go like, slap August Alcina. I'm, you know, go, go, go. The one that was sleeping with your wife. Go, go into Will Will Smith's stature. You know, I know there's a lot of history behind his his dad beating his mom's, him not being able to do any anything about it, him feeling like a little victim. Blah blah uh-huh. blah. Will Smith is six two. I am five nine. I would have been on stage, and I would have called that broad a bald headed bitch. Not even said the G.I. Jane shit. Again, I'm using the word bitch. I oh. like to say unstable creature. He wouldn't have got on stage and slapped me and got away with it. Because as much as I tried not to, I'd have got real niggerish putting hands on me. I don't allow anybody. We've had this conversation before. If you spit, That's it, bro. If you spit and or pick your hands up, you were asking me to uh-huh. fuck you up. So I'm going to oblige. Yeah. Because it isn't every day somebody gives you the so, opportunity to fuck them up. So I'm going to take that opportunity. You want to come up? You want to come on stage mm-hmm. and try to slap me in the motherfucking face? Nah, bitch. Nah, bitch. I'm going to slap your motherfucking face and spark and kick your ass straight the fuck off the fucking stage. But... Nah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's assault, dude. Like, if he didn't, like, you could say what you want to anybody. If you put your hands on somebody, like, I'm not a violent person, but, like, I'm not going to let you do that to me. Like, that's just not how that works. Nobody's going to get to put their hands on me. Period. That's just. Ever. And then walk off stage. Like, he turned nice. his back and walk off stage. And, you know, look, again, I. Well, smirking, too, man. I respect yeah. a little Chris smirk Rock. Space. I was like, that's crazy. For how he handled mm-hmm. it, because couldn't be me. Definitely couldn't be me. No. Yeah, Chris handled it though. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, he, he did. So I'm interested to see how uh, made a joke. How this special goes down. Well, I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about it, Will Smith hey. actually did him a favor because after that, like Chris, Chris's like ticket sales like went through the roof. The guy's been selling out at like mm-hmm. theaters and and shit. Like, so he's he actually made it actually made him more popular, yep. and it like stunted his, his it stunted Will Smith's career. You know, and like he didn't do. I think yeah. his most recent movie, Emancipation or whatever, um, did. He just got an award for that. Yeah, yeah, but who mm-hmm. the fuck watched that? Like, I mean, like not many people, not, not many people watch that. You mm-hmm. know, and like I think people are still pissed off about like, yeah. the incident. It's gonna take a while. He's. Yeah. I don't think Will Smith's ever gonna get canceled. You know, he, it's not like he fuck. He fucking like, like I mean, oh, that's Will Smith. He's he can't get canceled. Yeah, I mean, get, look. Mm-hmm. I was I was you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna say I was angry at first. I was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And how he handled it. Yeah. And again, knowing that he went on stage and the people in the audience, for those motherfuckers to like applaud this motherfucker after what he just did. Yeah. Bunch of fucking sheep. You know, bunch of fucking sheep. You know what gets me? Bro, it's like, it's so out of character for him. Like from the Will Smith that's been portrayed for the last 30 years. Like or maybe if, he's been acting Diddy all this an time. Award, maybe. Like, I, I say, if P. Diddy went and won an award and you made that joke and he slaps you, like, P. Diddy slaps people, though. Like, he has a history of putting his hands on yeah. people. We know that. Or, like, Suge Knight. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it would have been a different person. I would be like, okay, that's kind of in character. But it goes to what Rich was saying. And then they know on who the, to do that to. Exactly. But, bro, on the night of, like, this is the biggest night of your career, man. You just won a fucking Academy Award for, like, best actor. There's only a handful of people of color that can even say that. And, like, this is how, like, and this is all people are going to talk about. That all, that night is only remembered as that. And I it's believe like, come he on, was dude. the fifth. That's so crazy. I believe he was the fifth black person to achieve what he did. In- yeah. Like, Sidney Poitier, Denzel, Holly Berry, him, and, um, oh, boy, that's playing Blade in, in the future. Yeah, there's only a handful of people of color that have won awards, like like that war- award, you know. Viola Davis that's not is supporting actor. That's best actor. Like, come on, man. This is it's crazy. But again, like Richard said, I don't think he should be canceled. I mean, he's he's not gonna get canceled. He's Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, but I mean, dude, he's about to. Uh, there's talks of him doing I Am Legend Part Two with Michael B. Jordan. Why? Yeah, that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, and. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. They're gonna make a bad voice for Yeah, yeah, that that's like, in the works. For what I, I, know. I enjoyed the hell out yeah. of I Am Legend. Now I watch both versions where he dies and where he doesn't die. Yeah. Why why did they do that? Like why did they mm. have like two like two alternate endings and shit? So it's like when I fucking see that, I always get pissed off because like I'm, I think to myself, I'm like, all right, so which <laughs> one's the real fucking ending? Like, in one ending, he dies. In one ending, he doesn't exactly. die. So is the fucking character dead or not? And how can you fucking make a sequel if the one that you aired in the theater, he dies? Or, or like, you hit, like they hinted that. It was like the guy dove in with a grenade, right? And yeah, and that, they, they ain't no coming back yeah, from there. So, and then the, the alternate no. is like he fucking drives Should away with least. that white woman and, and her kid, right? So it's like, which one, which one, which one are you going off of? So. I don't know. With well, sure. Has Will Smith died in any other movie? Um, because I thought he had it. He because him, The Rock, certain people had certain things in their oh, clauses, yeah, the, like The Rock. The Rock can't fuck. And Vin Diesel in their claws, you know, they have it to where they don't lose a fight. You know, they'll take a little bit of a beating. Mm. They don't. They don't lose a fight. And they don't die. Don't even get me started on Vin Diesel, man. That dude needs to. I mean, but hey, more more power, more power to him. I mean, he owns the Fast franchise. If I owned that shit and I knew I could just milk money out of it, yeah. But I mean, I feel like at this point he's just milking money. It's not about fucking like uh, Paul Walker's like legacy. The guy fucking like, you know, like. Yeah. I, and Vin Diesel's fifty-eight. That's why they're wrapping this shit up because he knows, you know. It's too much, man. He just can't do this anymore. Now, bef- I don't want to harp on it too long so we can start talking MMA. But in your opinion, let's just, go, let's just run it. Who do you think is the most successful worst actor? The most successful worst actor? The Rock. Mm-hmm. The Rock. Like a bad actor, <laughs> but <The> very successful. <laughs> If you, if you look at you, guys if say- you look at The Rock, right, and all of his roles in every fucking, like, movie, it's the same fucking character, if you think about it. And almost, with almost similar, every actor. Similar, like, with, with like, true. but if, have, you, have you guys watched Black Adam? I was so hyped for that yes. movie. And, like, when I saw it, I was like, mm, it was, like, not that great, you know? But, like, the guy, <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, like, one of the highest, I think he is one of the highest paid actors. Um, if not, you yeah. and Tom Cruise are like neck and neck, but because I was thinking more in line, like, because yeah, I, I'm old school, you know. I grew up watching guys like Van Damme, Seagal, Schwarzenegger, Sorry, Steven Seagal, hands down, worst fucking actor, Steven Seagal. <laughs> he's the worst. Right, he's you guys, a, he's the worst. <laughs> you guys have my brain. That's what the what you said. It was the first person I thought, Steven Seagal. Van Damme's not a bad actor, bro. Van Damme's not even a bad actor. He just couldn't speak English well. It's not his fault. But his acting no. wasn't bad, though. Like, he was cool. He should have never played oh Guy in Street Fighter. Because Guy is American. And I mean, there. I know American can be, mm. you know, whatever. But look, man. Mm. Mm. Guy did not have any kind of French in his mouth when bro. he spoke. Let's just ask him, ask him to speak the Pledge of Allegiance. I bet he can't. Now, look, I, I bet I, he can't say the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm going to go on and say that I would say it's Arnold. Mm. And How dare you, sir? But I think yeah, Arnold's a good actor. Hey, look, look, look I did, don't, don't, don't get on me how, just yet. Arnold, Arnold's I love, how, good how dare you, sir? I love Arnold, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. okay. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold's now, a good if actor, you, bro. If you, if you, you look at his good movies, his movies are good because of the talent that mm-hmm. he's surrounded by. Now, again, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's terrible. He's made a lot of mud. Now, let's fast forward just a little bit. I think today's Arnold Schwarzenegger is Vin Diesel because he's terrible. Wait a minute. And makes a lot. And that pretty much makes it, you know, I don't think Arnold's made any. Well, yeah, more or less. The first Predator was fantastic. Absolutely. But look who was in there. Apollo Him Creed and the Predator. Uh, oh man, Apollo Creed got murdered like early, man. Fuck, what are we I, talking I forgot about? Look, he man. was in there. <laughs> no, look, 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 bro. You know when it comes to what's the one where he was a kindergarten cop? Hey, oh, was... how dare you, bro? Movie. How that was a good movie. Da- <laughs> look, 
I defend Arnold. I love them. Let me tell you, my wife hates Arnold Schwarzenegger. Twins? Listen to me. Wait, wait, twin? Twins, twins. Twins was phenomenal. Wow. Twins was phenomenal. That was the okay. first movie Dude, I watched. True Lies was what phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. In okay. Terminator. True Lies. What is this? Terminator <laughs> 1, Terminator <laughs> 2. Phenomenal. Hey, I'll, T2. Hey, T2. Eraser. Phenomenal. Look, oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. End of days? Oh, look. Again, bro, and, what are we talking about? Oh. Again. Arnold's a great actor. Those are great movies <laughs> because of uh, the other guys in the movie. And I love Arnold. But you get the same thing. Look, oh. Arnold can't get rid of his accent. Look, Colin Farrell just recently started cleaning up, you know, get, what, what is he, Irish? I think so. Forgive me if he isn't, but he just has a, he just had a, you know, he he's a good actor, but has a problem getting rid of the, you know, getting get rid of the, Arnold, you have the accent. Van Damme, you have the accent. Then you put him in these roles like, really? Really? That's like Brad Pitt in, in World War Z. I'm supposed to believe Brad Pitt's a fucking scientist? Really? Get the fuck Arnold should have never played Mr. Freeze. Okay, that's the one role. Wow, Arnold I was agree. great as Mr. Freeze. He, no, you wasn't. No, he wasn't, bro. Arnold's <laughs> a scientist. He was terrible. Arnold, he was terrible. Listen, you can't. He was you terrible. can't believe. Hey, I believe Brad Pitt <laughs> as a scientist more than Arnold any day. You know. But I'm just saying, man. Arnold made his great movies. He's a great yeah, actor. Jingle all the way. About? Another great one. Yeah. What? Steven Seagal is a terrible actor, bro. Now look. I defend these terrible actors because look back in back in the look back in those times where they were making these movies, these were cocaine driven mm -hmm. movies, right? The guys writing the movies, producing the movies, they were they were all sniffing cocaine. All right, this yeah. that doesn't justify it though. Van Damme that doesn't justify it, sir. Van Damme <laughs> was played an American dude in several movies where we all know Van Damme isn't an American. Bloodsport. When Blood when Blood Bloodsport first came out, it was supposed to be based on true events. We find out that that's just a fucking lie altogether. Street Fighters uh -huh. playing another American. Uh, was it Lionheart where he was playing another? I mean, I mean, come on, these guys, all these guys are terrible. I left Wesley Snipes. Bro, out that's of that the too. casting director. Hey, that's the casting director's fault. They shouldn't be casting these dudes in roles where they can't speak the language. You know. That's all. But these guys, Man, that was a good actor, these guys though. sold movies. I don't know if you want to say that. <laughs> and Wesley Snipes, and don't say Wesley's a bad actor too. No, no, bro. no, no, no. Wesley, what, what Wesley's we... not a bad actor. Wesley's like he's been in. Well, no, not really. I wouldn't say he's been in bad movies. Because yeah, he's been in some bad movies, but every actor's uh, been in bad Wesley movies. Wesley Untouchables. <laughs> the Untouchables. That's fucking terrible. Wesley. <laughs> Wesley Snipes <laughs> saved Marvel. Yeah, okay? he did. So everybody should be praising Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes he saved was, Marvel. No, he had, he had a, was that the first Marvel film? Yes, it was right. Yes, that was the first yeah. successful one. The first one that was successful because they did Punisher in the eighties, oh, like the late eighties, with Dolph, 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 Dolph Lundgren. But that didn't do good though. Another yeah. terrible actor. And Howard the Duck. Oh, they did Howard the Duck in the eighties, which was but Howard the Duck was a good that movie, almost though. crippled. I'm saying that almost made Marvel like bankrupt though, mm -hmm. or it might have made Marvel bankrupt. Like they put a lot of money into that. that but yeah, you're right. Blade saved Marvel Studios, or it created Marvel Studios because it gave them, it gave them something in a green they could go forward with to start their own studio. So no, you're right, you're right. And the first two Blade movies are dope. Trinity, not so much, but do you think, buddy? Yeah, Trinity. I enjoyed watching Ryan Reynolds in Trinity and just yeah. the body Beale was there too. So, you know, she was always good to watch back in those days, but eh, it was, it was, it was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie. Yeah. Trinity. Yeah. Now Sugar Hill, but the first two blade, like the first blade, I love that oh. movie to this day and it still holds it does. up. It does. It still it does. holds up. That's what I mean. Oh boy, that's taken over. He's got he's got big shoes to fill. But Wesley gave him his um Wesley essentially was like congratulating him and like wishing him well. He says he's gonna do great. Dude, I hope I mean that dude's got two Academy Awards. They man. should like, try to he's a great actor. They should try to incorporate Wesley. Even if he's not gonna be played. I, think they I, will. I hope they try to incorporate him. I mean, not just in like in a cameo fashion, 
but try to incorporate them in the film because you know what's going to make money. You know what I think? You know what I think would be dope is if when they do Secret Wars and King Dynasty, like when they do the multiverse thing, mm-hmm. they should have Wesley come in as Blade, but like from a different universe or like his universe. Oh, you know? hey, that would be pretty cool. I'd love to see that. That's actually I'd love to see Wesley come back in any capacity. That's actually a pretty good idea. That is actually a pretty yeah. good idea. Because you can bring back, you know, the original Fantastic Four, even though those movies are bad, the nostalgia in itself is going to be enough, you know? Like bringing back Toby and, you know, Garfield to Spider-Man. Ah, but see, here's, no here's, old, so. here's, here's the dilemma in bringing back the old Fantastic Four. What do you do about the Human Torch? Bring him back as Chris Evans. That would actually be fucking hilarious. It was. And then from a different universe. So, like, I don't know what a variation of myself would look like. I I mean, I guess it would look similar to me, but it would be something different, you know? I don't know. If we we get into, like, the whole, like, multiverse and different realities, like, every reality would have its own little quirk, you know? Like, what makes us us in a different world would be the same, but there'd be something different. I don't know. It's too much to even, like, get into right now. It's like a big conversation. So moving on to MMA. The return Mm. of John Bones Jones. The fucking goat. Richard, in my head, man, from you, in my head, was literally thinking about my top five MMA fighters of all time. I still got him number one, dude. Youngest UFC champion, four, uh, 14 title defenses, never really lost except for that one mm-hmm. no contest where it's like, like, like yeah. illegal elbow strikes or whatever. He was whatever. giving him but work. He's, if you look at his record, mm-hmm. yeah, like if you look at his the- record versus Khabib's record, they're two resumes side by side. The amount of killers that John Jones had to face just mm-hmm. right off the bat, like fighting at, at 23 years old, fighting... Uh, Shogun Rula, who was yeah, a almost fucking at his end, legend, though. opens, oh. but he opens the fight with a flying knee. Like nobody Shit. fucking does that in Shogun, and yeah. becomes fucking champ and retains that fucking title. Now coming up a fucking weak class to go up against the top contender yeah. Cyril Gunn. Like I mean, you would have fought Texas, but I'm I'm fucking yeah. excited, boys. I think this is probably like, the first time well, I'm gonna root for Frenchie. I know it's oh, probably no. I know it's probably not gonna happen. I mean, look, if mm-hmm. if DC couldn't beat him, and granted, even though John Jones tested positive for PEDs for both those fights, you know, DC still had a problem with him. I really don't see I mean, Nganu might have put up might have had a shot, mainly because of his physical stature. But with uh, Cyril Gunn, I mean, Cyril Gunn is fast, athletic. I don't think he's going to be able to. If DC couldn't get in, I don't see Cyril Gunn being able to get in. Well, That's just my take on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Francis, like, outworked him. And, like, I was listening to the press conference today. And, like, you know, they were asking John, like, what he thought about Cyril. And he's like, yeah, Cyril's a great fighter. Um, he's got speed, he's got all that, you know, uh, fat, like he's, he's fast for a heavyweight, heavyweight moves mm-hmm. like, a uh, like a middleweight. But the thing is like in, in his last fight with Francis, Francis basically outworked him. Like Francis didn't mm-hmm. kill him or anything. Mm-hmm. Like he outworked him. He was basically laying on top. But what John was saying was, you know, when he was on top, he could, he could vividly see that Francis was tired and he wasn't really throwing strikes or anything like that. Sure. John's a fucking wrestler. Like, he fucking, he'll, he'll mm-hmm. grind you, you know? And, like, if you look at the majority of his fights, like, how he wins, like, he's basically, he ends up on top. He's not, like, known to be a strong puncher, but he kicks hard, mm-hmm. he elbows hard, and John's fucking fight IQ is just, like, like on another level, you know, compared to like, anybody else in, in the UFC. And when you look at Cyril Gaon, Cyril Gaon's only been doing MMA mm-hmm. for, I think, like, four years. He was originally a kickboxer. And, you know, you got to look at, like, your coaching. You got to look at, I mean, 
can't really go off of training videos because they, they kind of show you mm-hmm. what they want to show you. But like John's been the reason why John also took three years, not because like money or anything, like he wanted to basically gain the weight properly, do this correctly. And, um, no, exactly. Like gain the weight properly. Um, so I, I think I, I don't know guys, like, but you, if, I'm not a betting man, but if I was at your fucking house on John Jones, I, I would have been my house, my car, the gun was to my <laughs> wife's head. I'd say John Jones. Hands down. Richard, like I, you know, I completely agree with you, Richard. Like, I think Cyril Guy is a good fighter. I'm not taking nothing away from him, and there's no disrespect. But that blueprint on how to beat him is out there, though. Yeah. Like what Francis did. But John Jones' is like tool bag is yeah. so much bigger than Francis. Like, I, I, exactly. I, I don't even yeah. look for John Jones to, like, knock anybody out. Like, I feel like he just goes in there and dismantles people. Like, he just, like, strips you down to, like, to your bare bones. And like you said, if DC couldn't do it, and DC is one of the greatest fighters yeah. ever, you know, most decorated. If DC, we we watch what happened, like PDs aside, like we watch what John Jones did yeah. to him, you know? And, and we've like, seen what DC has done to everybody else, especially Rumble Johnson. And I know these. like, yeah. <clears throat> and I know like the fight everybody wanted was Francis and, and Jones. And I think that would be a great fight if it, it does happen. Been. But Francis again, he's got the he's got the one thing he's got the equalizer that like, fucking if he can hit him. Yes, and that John can, Jones that can, that can, that can look, put anybody away. You guys, I don't think Cyril Guy has that though. Like I don't think he has a nuke. No, no, he doesn't. That he can he just because you know you know eliminate you with. So. You guys say that John Jones has never you know? lost a fight. I'm going to say I disagree. Dominic Reyes whooped his ass. Okay. Gustafson, I knew he was gonna Gustafson, say that. yeah, I knew you know, were gonna say that. Gustafson in the first fight, up, easily could have got that fight, and I think won that fight. Now, those are two fights that I am going to argue wholeheartedly that John Jones lost, especially especially that Dominic Reyes fight. All right, now, even though Dominic Reyes got a rematch, dude, when you yeah, fight somebody yeah. the first time, it's like uh, it's like when dogs get to know each other, sniffing each other's ass. You know what I'm saying? After that first fight, you John Jones already knew what he was expecting. Dominic Reyes comes in already broken from losing, knowing he had won, and got that ass whooped. Well, here's my here's my debate on that. Um, so I respectfully disagree because if I if you look at the gust of this fight and you listen to like his interviews, John everybody fucking knows John's background, his trouble with the law, his his fucking He's like running with like cocaine and partying and shit. He he said like during that fucking training camp, he was so fucking arrogant at the fucking time. He fucking told like you know uh, John Akimoto and, and and like ESPN like all these fucking reporters that like, he like literally trained for two weeks and like when after he beat whatever like uh, after he beat DC that time he's like yo I probably beat you like on coke when I you know, like high on coke <laughs> whatever right for John. John did not train properly for the Gus Gus fight, thinking like he was like just above anybody else. And I think after like the first or second round, like John, you know, when John was cut open, he's like, okay, like, you know, he started he started putting it on him. But the thing is, like, when you have these like main fights uh in the UFC, you have a fucking undefeated champion. In order to fucking if it goes to the judges, right? Like you said, like you have to go, you have to do more exactly. than just enough. Like you can't like if it's fucking close. You're gonna give it to the champ, right? And with the Dominic Reyes fight, I, yeah, it's, it's fucking I can't close. The, the, I, it the it the was one fucking very close. Like, basically, three rounds to two, which is where, which is how Dominic Reyes won the fight. I believe Dominic Reyes won three rounds, and I've watched the fight three times. I think, I think, I think one of the rounds was close, but I like, like, like what Marcus said. I don't think you're gonna fucking. If you're gonna defeat John, you have to at least like the, the the last two rounds. You either gotta finish on top of him, like landing strikes, or you gotta get a technical knockout yeah. or to not or knockout the flaw to in judging actually for me. like win the fight. I don't think you. But I feel like that's a yeah, but that's yeah, just that's how it is. Any combat you're... sport, like if I'm the champ, don't leave. Don't, yeah, don't, don't leave it for the judges. judges. You take yeah. it from me because like like Richard said, if it gets close and. You know, it's like neck and neck. They're going to side with the champ, bro. 
especially a dominant champ, like a not even like a regular champ, like, oh, you just defended it once or twice. Jones is dominant, dude. Like he's never lost. And in well, that like to go back to so, Alan's point, like I I, I I agree with Alan on like if you look mm-hmm. at the Dominic Reyes fight, you can you can yeah. argue that he lost. And also right before that, yeah. he fought Thiago Santos from Brazil. You can also say like he lost that fight too. But I think what was happening was John was just so fucked. He was just I like, forgot about that. He Santos wrapped fight. around that like that. Yeah. Yeah. He wrapped around that fucking weight class twice. Like he was getting yeah. fucking bored, you know? So he was just like he wasn't I, I don't think he was training properly. But now if he fucking if he goes up a division and he fucking defeats Cyril like dominantly, I think John's mindset, I think that's where he's a fired up John, a motivated John. I think he's gonna handle Cyril down wholeheartedly. I wanna see him with the bigger heavyweights. Now Guys like Derrick Lewis, I don't really see him doing well with John Jones because John Jones is just going to wrestle. You know, with the way Derrick Lewis has been getting beat up lately, I just don't see that fight going well for Derrick. But uh, there's a big Russian in the heavyweight division that is a pretty decent wrestler and is very heavy-handed. Those are the guys I want to see John with. Because, again, Cyril Gaon... Literally can fight at light heavyweight, no problem. He's not that big of a guy. And again, John Jones is going to tower over him and just straight up dominate him. You know, John Jones might even try to show him up and not even try to take him down anyway. I think John is probably going to try to knock him out just to prove a point. So if we're going to make a prediction, I think John's going to knock him out. Yeah, I, mean, I this... got John by knockout, and I hate to see it. I want Cyril Gunn. I thought you said you got Cyril Gunn before. Yeah, but I got John. I got John knocking him out. But it would be it would be awesome to see Cyril upset him. I mean, the last couple years, champs have been getting like like champs have been losing their belts the last couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like undefeated champs, and like like Izzy lost his belt, Usman lost his, but. Izzy yeah. was winning that yeah, Izzy fight. Was, and that goes, was, and uh, that goes to what you guys just said. Uh, finish crazy. the Winning. fight. Yeah. Finish That's, the yeah. fight. Like Reyes and Santos, if they had died with what old boy did to Izzy, we'd have a different conversation. Now, you know? Who else? There? Oh, Valentina. I love Valentina. Oh. Yes, I, yes, yes. I think she's but at I don't the think end she's of gonna lose rain, this guys. One. I feel like if you watch from last, I don't. Uh, I mean, Alyssa. I don't think. I don't think she's gonna lose this fight. But if you look at Valentina's last fight, it was like a John yeah, Jones close. and Ray. I think it she lost the last fight. To oh, be honest, wow. but it was, she was getting. Nope. She was. She she couldn't get the takedowns. Yep. She was getting grappled. Um, the other girl was just longer. She was longer. She was bigger. She, I think it was a Brazilian. She was longer, lankier, like stronger. Um, Valentina just could yeah. not get her down. Um. And I don't think she was landing as much either. So I was just like, that was the first time I saw Valentina, yeah. like, not be dominant. Yeah, not be dominant, to be frank. So I think she's coming to this fight to prove a point. Like, especially when you've been dominant and you have people speaking about you like that. Like, she's going to come in and try to, you know, get the knockout. But you got to be careful because when you, when you, when you do that, mm-hmm. you leave yourself open sometimes. And, and you just drop. That's a fact, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't know outside of those two championship fights. I can't remember who else is on the card. Uh, well, there's Bo Nickel. Um, he's like an up and comer. Like people are interested in watching him. He's a first, first fighter on the main card. I think um he's this like decorated wrestler, and he was on Dana White's new reality show called It's Contenders. Um, so it's kind of like uh, mm-hmm. the ultimate cha- the ultimate fighter kind of, but like Dana White's thing. So like he, I think he got a contract from the contenders, and he's basically talking a lot of shit. Like he's like this fucking decorated wrestler, very similar to like uh, you know Daniel Cormier. So there, there, people are saying he's just gonna come in and like just like steam, like steamroll through people. So they're gonna be watching that fight closely. And on the prelims, Cody Garbrandt is the oh, last he, fight, he's... and Cody was the fuck. He's on. It's uh, but he's lost oh, his last four wow. fights. Cody yeah, he was. was a former. Bantamweight champion. 
Yeah, he's a Florida boy. What he did to, uh, yeah, is he okay? Uh, who did he fight? Who did he? How did he win his belt? Who's that guy he fought? Um, it like, wasn't Dillashaw. Uh, was it? Was uh, it uh, what's his uh, name? Oh, uh, oh boy, they keep had all the injuries, the knee injuries. Is it um? Dominique Cruz? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, for the longest fucking time, Dominic Cruz was, like, so dominant in the mm-hmm. Everybody on Cody Garbrandt's team, mm-hmm. uh, uh, alpha males yeah. or whatever, like, they're just fucking trained to, to, to beat Dominic Cruz. Nobody <laughs> yep. in that fucking camp except the Cody Garbrandt. I he love that fight. He comes on a fucking clinic. Like, yes, I do. Yeah. You remember that uh-huh. fight, right? For... For 25 minutes during that fight, Cody Garbrandt was the best fucking fighter yeah. in the world. I don't know what happened after that. He just, his, he lost his chin after he got knocked out by TJ Dillashaw. He always fall like with his hands down. He always gets clipped. And he's honestly lost his last four I'd fights. Re- and people are telling him to retire and I'd shit. I'd have to relate the I chin thing to his win, neck injury. I don't know. Because his neck injury almost ended his career. And, you know... He also had a really bad COVID mm-hmm. infection. Like he was oh, fucked bitch. up for a while because, like, I think he was like overtraining while he he had COVID. Um, he talked about it a lot on Joe Rogan's podcast. Like he was, and you'd be surprised, like an athlete like that. But like, I think he was just like overtraining while he um, had COVID symptoms, and it just like fucked up his like respiratory system for like a long fucking time. That's tough. But um, that's the problem with athletes. You know, they're they're fucking tough, and like it's just like sometimes yeah, like, they don't know how to rest. You guys think sure. he's gonna win his rematch? I think he's gonna get knocked out again. Uh, I um, I don't know, man. Like when you got like the fucking the, the hand of God, like it's yeah. it's tough, man. Because he beat fucking Izzy <laughs> the same fucking way, like three yeah. times. Now. And in the kickboxing match, like that, Izzy was winning too. Yeah, yeah three same way, three times. It's fucking insane, like. He might just have his number, man. Because he just because I was telling, I was and telling also, folks. I mean, Dana White knew exactly what he was doing because he did the same thing to Chuck Liddell. You remember how Chuck Liddell was putting people to sleep? Rampage Jackson at that time yeah. was the only person that had beaten Chuck in a tournament over at Pride. So what does Dana do? Yeah, he said, "Let me bring this Negro yeah. on over, sell tickets." And I mean, dude, it was literally a tap to the chin. Now, granted, Chuck Liddell liked to drink. He liked to sniff Coke. He liked to party. But literally, Rampage just tapped him on the chin and put him to sleep. I think, I think just after a while, it. like, your brain just, especially, yeah, and especially the way, like, older UFC champs used to fight, like, Chuck, like, they, they were, like, brawlers. It was almost like who was, like, the toughest. You know, there wasn't... If you look at how MMA evolved since, like, the Liddell days to now, like, it's so much more... The fighters nowadays have so much mm-hmm. more, like, to, like tools under their toolboxes, right? Like what Marcus said, like, you got your... The, 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 the yeah. jiu-jitsu's evolved. Like, the, the grappling's evolved. The wrestling's evolved. Like, you put any fucking champ back, back, in, back in those days, in their fucking prime, against, like, an Izzy of today... 10 out of fucking 10 times, the champions of today will fucking, like, outwork and beat every fucking champion from, from before. Like, everybody knows this. GSP knows this. Like, like fucking uh, Khabib knows this. There's always, there's always going to be somebody better, like, you know, as you, like, yeah. as MMA evolves, right? But that's, like, the beauty of it. It's, it's a constant, like, yeah. evolving sport. And, like, these youngsters, like, are always fucking, like, there's always going to be somebody out there that's, like, hungrier and, like, better and and faster, you know, like there's, there's a time yep. frame. There's a time yep. limit and, on everybody. In my top five, Especially BJ Penn is definitely in there. Oh, hell yeah. BJ, Chuck, yeah. like all those fucking guys, like in their fucking prime, they were like unstoppable. Yeah. Like BJ, BJ impressed me. Like the way he was just fucking steamrolling through people. And you look at BJ, he's not even oh. like Jack or anything. And and he's like, if I remember regular, correctly, like, I, I don't dude, know if it you know? was uh, two years, but he was like the first American to gain his black belt in jujitsu. Oh, I think he was the youngest. I think he was like the youngest in history. 
Well, I mean, like, dude, what he could do like with that. his legs was just re fucking ridiculous. The man was, and speaking of your chucks, you know, there's your rich fragrance too, because you know, when uh, Chuck was big, Rich Fragrance was big, and then Matt Hughes was big at that time, because it was Matt Hughes at welterweight, Rich at middleweight, Chuck at lightweight. I can't remember who the heavyweight was at that time. But either way, Rich Franklin. Uh, wasn't it Randy? Was it Randy Couture? It might have been. Or Randy hadn't moved up to heavyweight yet. It might have been uh, Tim Sylvia. Because he had to vote for him. Four, four, <laughs> four time, four time he was. Four time he was. But I yeah, don't think it was it around was... that time, though, because. I think Dana White oh, hated him, bro. Oh, now I remember. Andre Orlovsky. Andre Olavsky was talking about a glass jaw, bro. You're talking about a glass jaw. Oh, my God, like, dude. Like, you you smack that dude, and you, you can knock him out, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh. Well, let's, let's, let's make our calls, then. Like, what do you guys, what do you guys say about this fight? I say, um, so it's, it's a championship fight, five rounds of uh, 25 minutes, uh -huh. right? five-round fight. Uh, I feel like John, since this is like a new weight class for him, He's probably going to spend like the first round just sizing up, like uh, trying to absorb like, you know, Cyril's like movement, speed, timing. So I would say round three, John wins by TKO or submission. I don't think John knocks him out. I think John wins either by, well, yeah, I think he, either, he John's either going to win by being on top with like elbow strikes or he's going to win by submission. I say third round I'm TKO call, as well. Like, round three. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking too. Third round. And I got Valentino. I think third round submission, actually. Think so? I think he's going to submit it. Yeah. I think he's going to pound him out. I think he's going to pound him out. And I think Valentino's going to win yeah. by unanimous decision. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, her reign's over, man. Like, I feel like she's... It's at that point, you know? Like... Sometimes like fighters just I feel like I don't want them I don't want to see them lose like I just you know I, like yes like, uh, Joanna oh, J yeah. remember the lightweight champ she won that fucking Ooh. fight with young uh Zhang Wei Li where oh, like she had yeah. she had a big like, Mega Man remember that's, yeah. that's that's one of the yeah. best fights I've ever seen oh it, yeah it made her look like Mega Man at the end of that fight yeah that was yeah. crazy beat her damn yeah. I don't know man. It's I mean, if if Valentino wins tomorrow, but you know by decision, and let's let's say it's an, it's another controversial like win, I feel like she needs to, you know, yeah, you know, I hope so. Retire, I hope so. This way, she goes out successful. Is it? Yeah, like a GSP, like a Khabib. I you think Valentino's um, gonna win by knockout. Man. You think so? Second round. Oh shit. Oh, it's like Richard says, I think she's gonna come into this fight like motivated, like amped. Cause she might she, maybe she feels like she lost that last fight, you know? So she's yeah. gotta feel like she's sure, sure she it, it wasn't it. a good fight for her at all. It wasn't a good fight for her at all. Yeah. So I'm pulling yeah. I'm pulling for her tomorrow. Yeah. Well, Richard, I wanna That's thank for sure. you for joining us tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, yeah, no if you ever feel like you want to come back on, just um, hit me up. Let me know. We'd love to have you back on. We don't mind. We can discuss more oh, anime, yeah. more movies, if you'd like. Yes, sir. Anytime. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, I'll, I'll hit you guys. I think we I think we should do another one uh, when Connor, Connor McGregor Ooh. fights Chandler. I think yeah. that's going to be a big one. I mean, the return of Connor is always that's great true. for MMA, right? You get more eyes. Like, I, I think right now what they're doing is like they're filming the ultimate yes. fighter. Like yes, he's a they coach, are. And okay. Michael Chandler's a coach. And then after that, you're going to you're gonna fight together. So it's, I think it's six months of tough. And then I think I think they'll fight, if not late 2023, it's going to be okay. early 2024. But Connor's back. He's back in the mix. He's, he's active now. No, I'm, yeah. I'm fucking excited. Like, that's what got me into MMA. Be honest, I came in. I came in. I watched him come up. Okay, yeah, I watched him come up. I was a yeah. little. Yeah, the come up. Uh, that's that's what got me excited. Like, and then I started like. Ever since then, I've been listening to podcasts. You know, like I like I I unfortunately didn't watch all of the older fights. Um, you probably grew up in the 
Yeah. I mean, I started right? like I, I yeah, watched like, the first yeah, UFC, UFC man. I go back to oh, Horse Gracie, Horace and Gracie. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, 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 I yeah. go back to where there was no weight division. You know, the real time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll get together. We'll do that. You know what I'm saying? But thanks again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, so, ladies and gents, oh, yeah, dope, thank man. you for joining us. Yes, right, thanks, thank you. This is thank Marcus you, Rich. I'm Al. Thanks again for supporting us. And I just want to shout out my family in the Philippines. Hey, Lola. Thank you for watching. What's up to my cousin, <laughs> Jeremiah? Hey, Dad. Love you guys. Thanks again for your support, all right? Take it easy, fellas. Peace.